I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Elio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mini mailbag episodes where we read your emails and play your voicemails. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I'm Maria Plasucci, the producer. We have a bunch of um, voicemails. Should we start with those maybe? Yeah, why not? Okay. Oh, why not? Okay, here's the first one. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers, um, more specifically for Jeb. Jeb, I just wanted to let you know that I am so proud of you for getting your red wings. And I'm also really proud of the pod for introducing people to a world of sensual delight that they might otherwise have not been aware of. Anyway, I love you guys. You and Hollywood Crime Scene are my two favorite podcasts. I love you guys. I want to be your friends in real life. And I just realized I said I love you guys twice. (laughs) Probably sounds really creepy. And now I'm embarrassed. Gotta go. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's lovely. Thank you. That's nice. Okay, here is another one. Hey, this is Chrissy. I'm going for the web crawler. So I have kind of a freaky story that happened to me like a week ago. Mm -hmm. I live in New York, and my husband went to La George Village. It was on Maria's favorite man's show, Ghost Adventures, with Zach Bagans. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought it was bullshit. And we walked through, and there's these little, like, haunted houses, and my husband was too much of a pussy to go in. So I went in one of the (laughs) dorms by myself, and I looked around, I checked the whole thing, I saw it was empty, so I pulled him, and he came in after us, after me. And then we started walking around, just looking at all the weird, like, dilapidated stuff all around, 
And then we both heard a man moan, like, scream out. And, like, I swear, I checked the entire place, and there was nobody there. Nobody was around. So we ran right the fuck out of there. And now I'm pretty sure I believe in ghost adventures, which is super embarrassing. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. I love how she says haunted. Haunted who who else? Haunted. Okay, here's another one. Hi, this message is for Web Crawlers. This is Emily. I wrote in uh, the other week about uh, all the crazy connections to crimes in and around Bellingham, Washington. And I wanted to call and say thank you for reading that long-ass email. And also to say hello to Jack, who called in on the Melonheads with Mailbag. Uh, His story about hearing the murderer at the bakery was crazy and they just made a dateline on that if you want to look it up it's (gasps) about the murder of mandy stavik oh um maybe you can date him i don't know i don't know (laughs) Um, i hope that you guys would love bellingham um i actually just found out that in the 70s a lot of the cemeteries here got way too crowded and so they basically uprooted some of the bodies and re-interred them into different areas. So there's some spots around town that you see cemeteries that they think some body parts were left on. Um, People are super into hauntings of the really old buildings here. But (laughs) anyway, love you guys. Billingham is really creepy um, and you would love it. Thank you. Bye. Here's our next one. This is from Crawlers. I'm... Sarah from Houston, the kidnapped girl. But what I really wanted to call about was this thing that happened when I was like 17 or 18. I used to work at the YMCA in the children's area, and I heard all kinds of children's names. And this mom came in, and she had a little boy and a little girl with her. And I was writing her name tags, and she said their names were Dawson and Felicity. And I probably shouldn't have said this, but I was, you know, dingy. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, after, like, the 90s TV shows. And she looked at me like she hated me. And she was like, ugh, we don't watch TV. I've never seen TV. Like, so rude. And I was like, oh, sorry. And also, I was, like, shocked. Like, one, were you a liar? Or could that have been a glitch in the Matrix where, like, of all the names you could have picked, you picked Dawson and Felicity, but you have never seen TV before. Thank you. That's amazing. In the Discord, you read her crazy kidnapping story. No, yeah. I didn't see it. What was it? It was in Discord, right? It wasn't like an email. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was in the Discord. She was saying how she was kidnapped as a as a kid. Um and it's just the cra we should if you could um write in yeah Sarah, and like do or like even call in on one of the live shows like that would be that would be so interesting to yeah hear. she wants to share that it was a crazy story you gotta get in that discord guys there's some crazy shit going on in there some good stories yeah. um felicity and dawson that's hilarious that's really funny. no like, we don't watch tv yeah buffy felicity dawson <laughs> that's so crazy um here's another voicemail 
Hey, web crawlers. This is uh, Amanda. Hang, angry Amanda, as it were. But <laughs> angry I guess Amanda. Call me Amanda now. It's getting kind of old. But um, <laughs> you were talking the other day about, um, you know, possible, like, serial killers and run-ins. And my niece had one um, in 2016. Mm. When she was 16, I actually wrote it all down in a notepad because my sister... Uh, it was a crazy time. She wanted to remember it all. So my niece had come home from high school, and uh, she was taking the dogs out to go to the bathroom. And uh, first of all, they live, like, on a very remote, uh, like, rural road, dirt road with, like, five houses on it, wiki-wachi, if you, if you know, like, in Florida. That's where the mermaids live. And um, she saw a guy standing across the street staring at her. Um, and she got creeped out mm-hmm. because, you know, there's nothing around. Um, so she she went inside. She called my sister and my brother-in-law, who were at the grocery store, like 15, 20 minutes away, and said that there was a guy staring at her. And they said, you know, just don't worry about it. He'll probably go away. So they hung up. And she calls back like five minutes later and says he's walking around the house staring at oh. all the windows. Um, and they didn't have curtains up yet. They, like, freshly moved. So he, you could see everything. And so her dad tells her to, um, you know, lock the doors, lock all the windows, lock all the doors. Oh, my God. Um, and so she did that. And then he was, um, he went to the front gate and took a rag out of his pocket <gasps> and uh, started to open the door. No. So my Holy sister shit. and uh, my brother-in-law start racing home from the grocery store. They tell her, um, you know, wait until he's at the front door and then run out the back. So... She did that, and he ended up chasing her <gasps> down the road with a really large hunting knife. He was so close, you could hear him breathing. No. Uh, she could see oh my God. a red scar on his face, and my sister and my brother-in-law were on the phone with her the entire time. And, you know, obviously it was terrifying. She was screaming and everything. Um, she So she made it to a neighbor's house, and he turned off and ran into the woods and disappeared, and they never found him. The police came, and they... Um, Never caught him, never found him, not another word, but sorry, all right, bye. What? That's insane. No. (sighs) Okay, here's another one. Hi, web callers. This is Sarah, the one who's getting a master's degree. (laughs) Hi, Sarah. Um, (laughs) I just wanted to comment on the flat earth discussion oh, and boy. Sort of what um, Craig was trying to explain. So I am a former science teacher. I was certified grade 7 through 12. Oh, that wow. That was a sustainable lifestyle. But anyways, <laughs> um, I just wanted to chime in on why the planets are spheres and why they're round. And it's because of gravity. Um, it, that's the reason. So when the solar system formed, basically billions of pieces of dust and gas were drawn together because of gravity into clumps, and then the larger clumps came together with the other larger clumps, and they just kept growing larger <laughs> and larger. And all of these collisions, basically the energy and the force from these collisions caused the clumps to become hot and molten because they just continued to grow bigger and bigger and were molten, the force of gravity grew and grew. So each of these clumps, which we're now becoming planets, have a center of gravity where gravity pulls in um, equally from that center of a sphere. You can think about it. So as it's pulling it in, 
it's pulling equally and it, it becomes the shape of a sphere. And then eventually the planets cooled and they stayed in that shape. All of the planets, though, are, are actually, well, maybe two or three are perfect spheres. Um, some planets bulge at the center. They actually call it the equatorial bulge. And this is due, and this mainly happens in the gas giants, like Saturn has this the most, I think, um, because of the centrifugal force. Um, it causes particles to, to sort of bulge around the center. But anyways, that's just um, my little science lesson, you know, just like the good old days. Um, that's teaching. Allie, I think you taught too, didn't you? Yeah, I digress. Okay, I love did. you guys. Bye. Bye. Sarah's smart. She, thank she you. She's smart. I love. We should have her on. Also, like when she kept saying clumps, like did you or did you not think of the movie The, the clumps? clumps? Of course, I was seeing it with the K every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was only seeing it with the clay and the movie The Clumps. <laughs> How many clumps movies are there? The clumps. <laughs> There's Nutty Professor to the clumps. The Nutty Professor. And I guess the Nutty Professor to the clumps. But is there just the clumps at all? I think that's Nutty Professor to the clumps. Yeah. And then Norbit's a whole other movie. That's a whole other bag of tricks. That's a whole other universe. That's a Yeah, that's the Norbit universe. All right, we have one more voicemail. Hi, Web Crawlers. It's Rosie. Um, I'm listening to your Patreon-exclusive episode about Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and I just wanted to say <laughs> that the people that are asking you to do an episode about Lyme disease are actually asking you to do an episode about chronic Lyme disease. So there's a difference. So, like, oh. I don't, I'm not the authority on this. I have a friend who knows everything there is to know about this. There are two different things. There's Lyme disease and there's chronic Lyme disease. And Lyme disease is obviously real. Like, Lyme disease is like when you get bit by a tick. I don't know if there's other ways of getting it, but I know that you can get it by being bit by a tick. But then the one that all the celebrities have is this thing called chronic Lyme disease, which is, like, basically most people think that it's, like, a made-up illness. Um, And I don't understand, like, the symptoms or, like, what makes it, why they call it chronic Lyme. Um, But I know that it is different. So I think, I would guess, that people aren't asking you to do an episode about, like, the actual disease that is Lyme disease, but they're asking you to do an episode about the phenomenon among celebrities that is chronic Lyme. I think that that's what they mean. Okay. TTYL. Have a great week. Or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, we were, or there's a discussion in the Discord about people, like, do an episode on Lyme disease, but, like, all I know about Lyme disease, I know there's, like, Lyme disease. And then there's people who claim to have chronic Lyme disease and that there are a lot of treatments for that that are a scam. Like the treatments, I feel like, are very problematic. That bee lady. Yes. Um, Like an I have I have a girlfriend who has chronic Lyme and it's like a disaster for her. It's just because it's so hard to get diagnosed because like the symptoms are just all like I'm super exhausted. Like, I always feel sick. Like, my muscles are always aching. And a lot of that, you go to the doctor and they're just like, mm, drink more water and work out. Yeah. There are like like steroid treatments and antibiotic. Basically, chronic Lyme is what happens when like you're bit by a tick and you don't figure it out. You don't take the antibiotics within like the two week time period. Because if you take if you get bitten by a tick and you immediately take the antibiotics and like they can cure Lyme. 
So yeah, it sucks. My friend like it pretty much like is in suffer like suffers all the time because all i know is like yolanda hadid had it like on the housewives and they all thought she was faking it but then like she said her daughters have it too or something because wikipedia says while there's general agreement on the optimal treatment for lyme disease the existence of chronic lyme is generally rejected because there's no evidence of its existence even among those who believe in it there's no consensus over its prevalent symptoms diagnostic criteria or treatment Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's really it's it's confusing. I don't I I don't I I think it like it's one of those things where it's like when it's an invisible illness and like you look fine from the outside, but you're just like, man, I don't feel good. People are like, okay, you know, so it's 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 hard to have like empathy for that kind of stuff or like it more like it's necessary to. But also I think in terms of like the scam stuff where it's like it's so new that people are kind of throwing like everything in but the kitchen sink at it where they're like, Okay, let's see if cryo makes you feel better. Let's see if bee stings make you feel better. Let's like see if all these like homeopathic treatments make you feel better. And like for some people they might, for some people they might not. And like it's just hard to see at this point, like when something's so new, it's hard to diagnose because like it's similar, I feel like to a lot of other stuff like chronic fatigue, but also like, but also like trauma stored in the body and like depression and like things like that. Or like lupus, maybe. So it's like, it's hard to kind of like investigate what what it is or like severe emotional exhaustion. So I don't know. It's just um, really like pinpointing. And like, I think a lot of it is like diagnosing chronic Lyme is like removing all the other possibilities of what it could be. I don't know that like if you catch it in time... It's like treatable. Yeah, my grandma got bit by a tick um, oh. and she had like the red rings around it and she oh, found God. it and they put her on antibiotics and she was fine. So like huh. if you catch it in time, they give you antibiotics. It's totally treatable. Wear socks As in I the said woods, in one guys. of our earlier episodes. Wear tall socks. Yeah. <laughs> wear pants. I'm a doctor. Yeah, just wear clothing. I don't understand why all these people are just naked all the time in the woods rolling <laughs> around in ticks. Like, where do ticks exist? Like, can um, I get like can- they're everywhere? I mean, you can get them in the in walking in the woods. You can just get them. Like, is it in in my backyard though? Like, can I get it in L.A. in my backyard? Sure. Oh my god, really? That's why you got to make sure to put flea and tick stuff on your pets because your pets can get them and they can bring them into your house. Like a vault. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. 
Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You want to get an email or two out there? Read an email. You guys are writing like the longest emails, which I love, but also it's like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a paragraph or loud. two. This is from Jerry. Uh, it says, finally, I have something relevant to write in on. I just finished listening to the newest mailbag episode called White Oleander. That's what I titled it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited that yeah. I have an actual reason to call in. Right in. First off, I'm also an English teacher and fan of the pod living in South Korea. Yes, Queen. Wonder how many of us there really are, but I'm writing because Kids for Cash was also mentioned on the show. I'm originally from northeastern Pennsylvania where it all went down. Uh, Kids for Cash wasn't about the foster care system, but was about sending kids to prison for kickbacks. What was the foster kids documentary? Oh, yeah. Because it was because Kids for Cash was about the kids going to the juvenile system, but there was another one. I can't remember what it was called. Um, So the interesting thing I can add is that one of the judges that was convicted for his involvement, Mark Sia Varela, came to speak at an assembly at my high school. Children of the system? Children Children of of the the system. system. Yeah, that was the foster. That was like so sad. Yeah. Um, Mark Sia Varela came to speak at an assembly at my high school during my senior year. He basically threatened us that if you messed up and ended up in front of him, he would send you to prison. Oh, my God. He didn't stop there. He then insinuated that you would be raped by a bigger inmate. What? Even back in 2007, I was super uncomfortable, but not that shocked when the scandal broke like a year later. Anyway, love the show. Keep up the great work, Jerry. That's crazy. What a lunatic. That whole, that documentary is so sad. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Cars for kids. Seven cars for kids. Um, this one's from Aaliyah. It says Bethel Colt. I met a member. Wow. Hey, web crawlers. I'm at work right now listening to your podcast. So I figured I would email you my story with a Bethel Colt member. Two years ago, I was on a flight from Australia heading back to San Francisco. Uh, just a preference. I had really bad allergies before getting on the flight. So I was congested and sneezing, but the girl sitting next to me was an 18 year old girl who was telling me she was heading to college in Redding, California. Oh boy. I thought it was weird because growing up in Northern California, I'd never heard of Redding having a college. She then told me it's a Bible college and how they found her online through a Christian Facebook group over a year ago and had told her they would pay for everything for her to come to their college. This girl literally left her entire family and life for this church. She told me she wouldn't be able to go back home until she graduates and that her family was upset, but it's God's way. After talking to her, she started asking me some personal questions. I was like, oh, shit, she's trying to convert me. 
Um, it quickly turned from a friendly conversation to almost a dark feeling coming over me or a vibe I got from her that wasn't as welcoming as before. I honestly thought we were just having a nice talk until her tone and demeanor changed. So I started purposely blowing my nose and sneezing to the point where she turned towards the window and fell asleep. Uh, when, I got back, <laughs> when I got back home, I was telling my grandparents about her and they knew about the Bethel Church because they used to live up there. And they told me how any encounter with the members was never good and very invasive. They even targeted mm. other churches like the one my grandparents went to and they told them they were going to hell. Stay away from writing, oh my ladies. Aaliyah. Wow. Yeah, that Jesus sounds a lot Christ. like what we read about how they try to like convert other people. Yeah. We're 187 in Canada on Apple Podcasts. Okay. That ain't bad. And we're 55 in Estonia on Spotify. Ooh, That's great. Estonia. This is from Amy. Subject is cryptids and radioactive glass. Oh, my. Uh, boy yoing honk honk what's up bimbos two things well actually three because one i love you guys so much thank you for making the long days at work go by so quickly and with so many outbursts of laughs and make me look certifiably insane two Uh, i've got a fun cryptid that i'm pretty sure you haven't covered it is the goat man obviously half human half goat this terrifying seven foot tall humanoid is said to roam the backwoods of Beltsville, Maryland with a motherfucking axe at cars. Are we serious with the axe? Absolutely. Why an axe? Not totally sure. But legend has it that he was once a scientist working at the (laughs) Beltsville Agricultural Research Center and was doing weird mad scientist experiments on goats when I went horribly wrong and backfired into mutation. He supposedly kills teens, eats dogs, fucks up your car, screams like a goat, all that fun stuff. I grew up hearing all sorts of tales of the goat man, and it had me really spooked driving the windy roads late at night. Good times. And then three. A little random, but I just listened to your Radium Girls episode, and it reminded me of Uranium Glass. If you don't know, Uranium Glass was popular in the late 1800s to 1920s, and it's glass infused with radioactive uranium to give it a beautiful oh green God. glow. And fun fact, they naturally glow super bright under a black light. Hmm. I recently got engaged, and my best friend, shout out to Sydney, who introduced me to your podcast last year. Sydney. Bought us a set of uranium teacups and saucers as an engagement gift. Oh we share a love for the occult and collecting all things weird. So obviously I'm obsessed with what most people would think is a crazy gift. While they say that most uranium glass has only trace amounts of uranium and registers just above the normal background radiation amount, I don't plan on sipping cocktails out of these things anytime soon Eh. and will probably display them in a case of some sort. The woman that Sydney bought them from was apparently dying of cancer, but she chuckled and told her, don't worry, the cancer isn't from the dishware. Needless to say, my fiance is kind of tripping. Well, that's all I've got. Yeah. You've got tons of fans in Baltimore and Annapolis, areas of Maryland within my friend group, especially. Love you gals so much. Sincerely, a horny witch, Amy. Love a horny witch. Wow. A goat man, uranium teacups. And Allie sent us a picture I of the texted, goat man. Yeah, he, I texted you a he, pic. He doesn't look too friendly. <laughs> he, he looks um, really gross, actually. Ew. Does he have like, ew, his like feet are like hooved like split toes yeah, goat feet. that's just he's got man legs and goat feet 
Ew, he has like a man yeah. upper body. Mm-hmm. No, that is yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's not really great. Gross. It's not great. So, guys. <laughs> so this Friday, <laughs> we're doing our live show, but we're only going to be doing them once a month from now on. It's going to be the first Friday of every month. So this Friday will be the first in our series of first first Fridays. Yeah, first, first Fridays. Fridays. Web crawlers. Yeah. And I think um, 5 p.m. Pacific time again because yeah. 8 p.m. got it, it was the, it was crazy it was chaotic it was insane it was everyone zooms weren't working it was nuts yeah it was, it was just <laughs> it's past yes. everyone's bedtime it was crazy so if you've been meaning to see one live know that this is going to be your last chance until october comes around and who knows if october's even going to come around yeah that's such a good point <laughs> anyways anyways <laughs> I'm that's our mailbag episode for today. There it is. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I And I producer Maria. I producer I'm the goat man. And I producer Maria. The goat man. The goat man. Producer Goat Man. Producer Goat Man Maria. Um Okie dokie. Bye. Okay, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.